Hi, I'm Lee. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. Today we're going to be talking about what what happens when all kinds of um, struggles happen with friends and family, and who's behind that. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for just taking over here today. We depend on you. We thank you for the revelation knowledge that you're giving us to be ready to stand before you that day without spot or wrinkle recreated in your likeness. We can't do this here without you. So we give you all the praise and all the glory. And so I want to read to you, um, it says in Ephesians 6, 12, we're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but not, we're not only contending with physical uh, opponents, but against the enemy, against the powers, the masters, the, the dark spirits of the world, the rulers of the present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly realms. <clears throat> you know, the enemy, he knows his time is near, and so things are getting really, really dark in the world, and we can see that. And what he's trying to do is steal your eternal life from you. And so he causes, causes all kinds of friction, chaos, offense, to try to get us against each other. And as walking as God's children, um, God wants us to be up on this, to know ahead of time. When, when you get in, in a thing with someone, it's not, it's not that person, but it's the enemy using that person because he wants to offend you. And many times it's those who don't know Jesus and we who do know Jesus need to take authority over the enemy in that situation rather than try to argue it out, try to fight it out. And so when we do that, that is when we can get somewhere. Our warfare isn't against flesh and blood. The warfare isn't between you and someone else, but it's the enemy trying to cause trouble, trying to steal your eternal life. And when using people that don't know any better, um, they're being taken captive by him. And so when we know that, we can be praying for them, but we don't want to let the enemy, um, we don't want to join forces with the enemy by getting offended back, having a screaming match, you know, we want to show them love even in the midst of, we want to be kind even in the midst of what they're doing to us because we know it's the enemy. And, you know, if he, if he can get you along with having that person that is, he's controlling, and you get offended, then he's stealing life from both you and that person that you're in strife with. And so we have to remember they don't know what's going on. They, they don't know. They are fighting, arguing, trying to get their way because the enemy is controlling them. But we as Christ, we're to, we're to have that kind of love where... Um, we don't get offended. And you know what? It takes a while to get to that place. It doesn't happen overnight. But as you learn his way, remember Peter said, 
How many times should I forgive? Seven times, 77 times, Jesus said. It's never ending. You keep forgiving. And as you learn to make that a lifestyle, then it just becomes easier. You get better at it. And when you do what Jesus tells you to do, get more and more revelation knowledge. You understand and you are equipped. He's giving you the power to resist the enemy. And so when you have an opportunity to get offended, don't get offended. And also, when you do mess up, don't be so hard on yourself. Even Jesus lost his temper. Um, He got sarcastic. And so, not saying that he messed up, but there comes a place where we are just um, showing them truth. And sometimes it comes with a little anger, with a little force for them to realize what they're doing. And if they still resist, you know, that's between them and God, not you. You stand your ground and don't move as we talked about um, last week. Don't move. Steve, keep walking down that narrow path. And you know, a lot of times when people come against you and talk about you and lie about you, it hurts. And so the, th- the way to get through it is keep remembering your warfare isn't against flesh and blood. It's the enemy trying to take you down. And the closer you get to Jesus, the harder he's going to push. He wants to take you out. He hates you. He hates God. And he knows if he takes one of God's children, that hurts God. He wants to hurt God. He has no compassion, no love. And so what Jesus wants to say to us today is focus on. We're just starting right here. Just focus on it's the enemy. It's not the person. It's so much easier to forgive when you have understanding that it's not the person and the person is being poisoned, influenced by the lies of the enemy. And he's excited that he has that much control over them. And he's more excited if he can offend you with their actions, with um, the accusations they're making against you. This isn't an easy thing to do. It takes God's power. It takes God's power to do it. We have to be in agreement with him as we act like his children. We're bringing in that harvest. We're showing them who God is. And so we need to pray that we can do that, that we can handle the situations the way he would want us to. Not fall apart. But not take it personally, but grow up and be like him. Handle it. Remember when Jesus stood there? Um, accused, bleeding. I'm thinking of the passion. He couldn't see out of one eye. He was beat up. He just kept taking it and taking it. He did that 
for us. He took our pain, our sickness, our disease. He bore our weaknesses. And so when we draw our strength from him, then a little bit of things that we go through compared to what he went through, we're going to be able to endure the lies they're telling about you. What you're being accused of. Who they say that you are. Those things are, are painful. But he's saying, draw your strength from me so that you may endure. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to make sure they know the truth. I'm your vindicator. Just like God was Jesus' vindicator. He just did what he did so that we could have everlasting life. And we're going to do what we do. So those that the enemy has come against us with can have everlasting life. We're going to love them anyway. And, you know, sometimes that is saying a few harsh things. Jesus, Jesus was sarcastic. He said some harsh things. But we're not going to give the enemy the upper hand. We're going to keep in mind their salvation. We're going to keep in mind it's the enemy. You keep that at the forefront of your thinking. You're not going to act the same way as you're going to act if you just are defending yourself, thinking about you. And so we know that you're not who they say you are. Jesus wasn't who they said he was. But that doesn't matter. What matters is it's not his will that even one should perish. Not as well that even one should perish. And so he's asking us to be like him. To be without spot or wrinkle means to be like him. It is possible to be like him. He said, be perfect as your father is perfect. Be mature. Grow up and walk through this thing. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you and praise you. For this awesome word today, for the strength, the encouragement, the revelation knowledge we need to stand up and be a part of someone else's salvation. So much so that when the enemy tries to oppose us again, he'll think twice because we're making a difference in those people that he brings against us. We're strong and we're courageous. We know that you're always with us, so we just thank you that you're going to empower us to do your will. You empower us to do your will. We have your strength living on the inside of us, you living on the inside of us. We can do all things through you who strengthen us. And we refuse to be hurt by the lies of the enemy. Love you and praise you, Jesus. Thank you. 
You know, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he said, if you would heed his voice, he would. And so Revelation 3.20, he said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you would come and if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. He would dine with you. So what he's saying is, if you're going to be in agreement with me, then I'm going to come live on the inside of you tell you the truth, tell you things to come. And so, say that prayer. Ask him. Ask him, will you come and live on the inside of me? I want to answer the door. I'm going to heed your voice. If you do that, he'll come. I'll pray with you. Jesus, we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. We commit to heed your voice. Do whatever you tell us to do. We commit to be in agreement with you. Teach us, correct us, so we can do your will. We love you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it if you let me know. If you said that prayer, get up every day, look at the Word. John 1, 1, in the beginning was Word. The Word is God. And look at that Word. Get to know Him. Revelation 3.19, He said He corrects those He loves. So he's going to correct you to be in agreement with him. Look at the word. Hear his voice by obeying him. John 14, 21, he said, If you do what I tell you to do, if you obey me, you love me, and I'll show myself to you. So do that. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.